We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey there, Knicks fans. How you doing? It's your boy, John of the Macri, with you for another episode of the Knicks Film School podcast. Coming at you at the beginning of the week that we've all been waiting for. I think I've been waiting for it. I don't know if you've been waiting for it. Um, It's been since the beginning of April that the Knicks last played a game that actually counted. But that stretch will end in a few days. And boy, do we have a lot of content coming up this week for you. Um, we got the great Fred Katz, B reporter for The Athletic. Uh, we have a special crossover episode coming up soon. But first, we get the week started off. Well, it's not the only way we know how, because the only way we know how is usually with Jeremy Cohen. But Jeremy's finishing up his vacation. So filling in admirably, of course, the one and only producer extraordinaire, Andrew Claudio. Hello, Hi, John. <laughs> so you, you gently... You gently um, requested that uh, I ask you how you're doing to start the episode. Oh, you're giving way too much behind the scenes now. You should just supposed to say, Andrew, how you doing? And then I would have had the bit going. But I'm such a terrible liar. It's OK. Then good to know, first of all. And <laughs> set me up better. Go ahead. Set it, set it up again. Set it up. Andrew, again. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, John, for a couple of reasons. First of all, any Mets depression that I had over the last week is officially gone because I found out a little uh, notice from Major League Baseball that the regular season doesn't matter. Just does not matter. Three 100 win teams in National League. None of them make it to the NLCS. Mets and Braves battle it out all season. The 87 win fucking Phillies are going to battle it out for the World Series. Whatever. Baseball, you're stupid. You're officially hockey. I'm just glad the Mets make the playoffs next year. That's that. And the other thing that I'm really good about, John, as I transition into the fall season (laughs) is like the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets are for real. This is a good bit. Yes. For those three and three, they are four and two. And unlike your little rinky dink five and one team in the other locker room at East Rutherford, no offense to the Giants. I shouldn't say that five and one is five and one. Five and one is outstanding. Good job by them. Runaway coach of the year right now, Brian Dable. But when we beat the Packers, it's on American soil in their building, not in (laughs) London. And it's by 17 points convincingly. Okay, so we got two good football teams in New York, baby. So it's funny 
uh, well, let's see. Five weeks ago now, I sat in front of this very microphone and I made a joke about how the Knicks better get their shit together and be good this season because the respective football seasons for both for all New York football fans will will be over by the time uh, the Knicks start playing real games. That is certainly not the case. So I guess it's good for the Knicks so that they could, if they do stumble out of the gate a bit, maybe well, people won't notice. I don't know. Well, I know something even crazier, John. Mark Berman, formerly of the New York Post, hit yes. on it. Who would have predicted five weeks ago that the football seasons would be in in the middle of a, a an ascension? Oh my goodness! And the baseball seasons could potentially be over. We are recording this during about to say, the yeah. Yankee game, so we don't know how the Yankees, actually the Yankees will win the series. But you'll know this when you listen tomorrow, whether I was right or wrong or not. Um, regardless, one baseball season is over, and two football seasons seem to be on their way up to something at least fun and watchable throughout the year. Which is good. And putting all, all kidding aside, it's good for New York to have good football teams because um, I'm not a fan of either the Jets or the Giants, but it is, you know, it's things when neither team is good. Your team won today. Uh, yes, the Steelers did beat uh, your favorite quarterback, Tom Brady, and the yes. and the and the Bucks. I saw man that. gave up his whole family to lose to <laughs> Mitch Trubisky on Sunday. What a world! Yes, um, but of course we don't care about such things here. We care about the the team that plays basketball, and um, we got a in that spirit. We got a little bit of a different episode coming at you. So Andrew and I are going to hit up uh, on some news and notes over the next ten or so minutes, and then we are going to give you a little bit of a taste of something that. We kind of accidentally did in this week's Patreon episode, which is go through really, I guess, team by team, New York's entire schedule and try to figure out how many wins this team is going to end up with. Um, So, yes, this is a uh, shameless plug for folks to consider signing up for uh, the Knicks Film School Patreon, which for seven dollars a month, you could join the mellow tier and get a free bonus episode every week, which we usually spend talking about the NBA and not the Knicks. This is a little exception. So we figured we'd throw it in as, as part of the regular episode as well. Yes. I, we made a We made a promise at the beginning of Patreon that we would keep all Knicks content on the regular feed. Yes. Um, we had hinted at it when you brought me on for the live stream Friday night after the wizards game. Yes. That a conversation happened. And the more I thought about it throughout the weekend, I thought, this this really should be on the regular pod. So patrons got early access to it. And patrons also get the full episode of our preseason predictions and the last two weeks of over-unders. And then the week before the last two weeks, when we went through the award picks for this upcoming season. So our full month of predictions for the upcoming NBA season are available on Patreon. You get a bunch of other perks. You get access to our Discord. We're doing playback watch parties this season as well, which are only available for mellow tier and up. Um, Get so, yeah. Benji on, on a lot of the playback. Yes, you get Benji, you get uh, Jeremy. For those of you that saw the the clip that Loki went viral, um, when either the RJ buzzer beater that was a Patreon uh, yeah. pl- playback watch party, as well as John jumping on Patreon uh, playback randomly for the Cam Johnson buzzer oh beater. Why did I you had, remind me of that? Because I had fun with uh, creating the clip for that with the with the Larry David music. Yeah, with the Kirby enthusiasm yeah. bit. So that was good. Um, anyway, so yeah, sign up for Patreon. You won't regret it. I'm really proud of the content we put out there. Uh, and it gives me an excuse to talk about the NBA every week, which I exactly. like. Exactly. Uh, but back to the Knicks. So a little bit of news 
pertaining to them, uh, good news, I think. After Obi Toppin left the game with a twisted ankle on Friday night, it sounds like he's going to be fine to play on Wednesday. Um, he was held out of practice on Friday, but or rather today on Sunday. Um, but Thibodeau said it was precautionary. So that's good. The Knicks should have their full complement of guys going into the season opener in Memphis. Um, Non-Knicks news, which has a little bit to do with the Knicks, uh, at a Golden State where mm. the Warriors, I mean, God bless them and the folks over there who uh, own that team and are willing to do what I think every fan base wants their ownership to do, which is spend a lot of money. And uh, in signing both Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins to extensions, four-year extensions, although Wiggins has a player option, uh, over the weekend, they are committing themselves to pay, uh, I believe the number that um, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski put it at was $483 million for their basketball team. in the tw- That is in the 2023-24 season. Um, that's what the, the projection is based on salary cap total and luxury tax. It's a lot of money. We don't really care about that. Um, of the pool and between pool and Wiggins, what's more interesting to you from a Knicks perspective? Because for me, it's an obvious answer. Got to be Wiggins. Wiggins yeah. was the only one over the, over the summer that there was a little bit of scuttlebutt that that might be somebody that the Knicks were interested in next offseason. Yeah, and like I, I saw a couple people. I, I scrolled Twitter a little bit this weekend. I, I was I was kind of busy. We we decorated the apartment um, with other people in the in the building for Halloween. So that was what my activity was today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did scroll on Twitter a little bit this weekend, and I noticed there was some sentiment like, you know, who cares about Wiggins? That was never going to happen. It was always a pipe dream, whatever. For me, that was it. Was never about like the Knicks plans to make a run at Wiggins or like there was ever a real connection there outside of like, you know, the Canadian thing with OJ Barrett and CAA and this and that. It was more like he, for me, represented like literally the only major possible target if they were to look to spend money in free agency next summer. And now that he is off the table, I'm not sure that there's another player who even remotely qualifies. And I mean, do I, I could go through some names of people who could enter unrestricted, but is there anybody that you have that you, you, you want to mention? No, there's nobody. Um, no one free agency wise. Like I'll I, just go through the, the, the name right. just very quickly yeah, just for anybody who doesn't know. So Chris Middleton is a player option. Don't think he's going anywhere. Kyrie Irving is going to be unrestricted. Um, ha. Huh. <laughs> we have a point guard. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Uh, the great Christoph Porzingis player option. We have a center uh, or a power I, forward for that matter. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, James Harden player option. Not sure he's yeah. on the on the old Knicks timeline. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is going to be expiring. I my guess is the Knicks probably could have had him this summer if they really wanted to. Yeah. Um, not someone that they should be looking at. And then after that, I mean, honestly, the. The guy, and this would what's so fascinating about the Warriors' point of view, and I, I'd be curious to listen to what the Lightyears guys are saying about this. Draymond Green mm-hmm. has a player option for $27 million. Is he going to pick that up? But again, even if he didn't and he made himself available to teams who were willing to to spend for him, like, you know, is anybody in... We, we want the Knicks going after Draymond Green. And then after that, it's like Fred Van Vliet. You figure he could probably still 
uh, consider an extension. He has a player option. There's not really anybody else, um, you know? So what this means for the Knicks, in my eyes, at least, any question about whether they were going to attempt to operate as an under-the-cap team, and I wish we had Jeremy here for this, but there's really not much more to say. I don't. I think he would agree. I think that pretty much goes out the window. Yeah. Because as it stands, it was going to be very tough for them to operate as an under-the-cap team, let alone a, a team that's so under the cap as to make a significant offer to a significant player. Now they kind of don't have to worry about that. So in a way, the Wiggins extension for, and again, I'm not even saying I ever really wanted Wiggins, but to be very clear, he was literally the only guy who mm-hmm. you could look at and at least make a case for that. The Knicks should maybe think about him. Um, they don't have that temptation on the flip side of it. If you believe the Knicks are going to be good this year or at least decent, which I know both of us do. Um, that means that this is essentially the team you're going to have for the foreseeable future, unless they make a significant trade. Which, there it is. Yeah. But I think both of us think they will. And at some point, at some point. Yes. I think um, yeah. the over the cap, under the cap nature of the team. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they intended to operate over the oh, cap. hundred well, percent. Dallas said, go fuck yourself. Like go make cap space. When Dallas decided they didn't want to work out a sign and trade for Brunson. That's why we saw the draft night chicanery. That's why we saw the Burks and the Noel and the Kemba trades turn into what they were. They were making cap space for Brunson because Dallas wouldn't cooperate. And then like, or now they don't like, that's not going to happen this summer. They're not going to have a need to let's rephrase that slightly. They put themselves in a position to be ready to, operate as an uh, to trade to sign Brunson outright. But even to the very end, they left the door open that if Dallas wanted to complete a sign and trade that, that, you know, they still could have worked something out where it maybe would have been beneficial to both parties. Obviously they didn't do that. Which Um, I I think you and I, based off of what the reporting has been so far as this off season has been, they got early indication from Dallas that they weren't going to play ball. Exactly. So So, um, they did what they needed to do. So, yeah, I mean, Maybe 2024, the Knicks will have some cap space. We don't need to talk about 2024 free agency quite yet. It's two years away. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is going to be the team. And, you know, I, I've, I've kind of hinted at this before. I would not expect, I would not expect them to make a big trade um, moving forward. Unless if this season goes awry, different story, but assuming they, they do win some games to get out of the gate. I think the only trade they're going to win, they're they're going to make is a trade to get a star player. I don't think there's going to, I mean, other than make maybe a little trade to get like cam out of here or something. I don't think you're going to see, you know, a trade just to like move off of a veteran or whatever. Again, if they're winning, which I think we both think that they will. Um, the pool extension, $140 million total, uh, 120, yeah, you're 20, 120 guaranteed. So compare that to RJ Barrett. RJ got 120 total, 107 guaranteed. Uh, is RJ Barrett a better player than Jordan Poole? I know most of the people listening to this podcast think so. Uh, I think so. I think he's a better player. I think he's I more do. talented. I think Poole's been better, but in a limited sample size. Well, Poole could shoot. And that's, I think that's what I'm saying. He puts the ball in the hoop more consistently. Yeah, and I think there's more efficiently, I should say. More much more efficiently. Yes. I think with between the pool and the Tyler Hero extensions together, it's it just goes to show that there is 
a premium, a very big premium on guys who can efficiently make shots and more, even more specifically than that, guys who can efficiently, efficiently make difficult shots that they create those looks for themselves in many cases, um, including a lot of threes, obviously in the case of Jordan Poole, like teams are going to pay for that. And there are very big questions about, you know, what those guys are on the defensive end of the court. Obviously Jordan Poole couldn't even stay on the floor in the finals last year. Now he's getting all this money, but it really does just go to show um, how, how even though RJ Barrett, we all fully believe can have a far more well-rounded game than both of those guys, you know, the market is what the market is. And, you know, I think the fact that he, he signed for the number he is, we hope it's a huge bargain, but again, it just speaks to where the NBA is at this moment. Oh my God, ow, oh, ouch, oh no, it's a bloodbath in here. There's gotta be a way to keep my dagger clean and shiny safely than this. This is what I used to deal with when I cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped, which is why I now say thank you, Manscaped, for keeping my dagger slick and ready for wherever the night takes me. Manscaped is trusted by over 6 million men worldwide. Join the movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FILMSCHOOL. It's time to end the days where shaving your balls becomes the final scene of a horror movie. The folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your package to get this done. The -the below-the-waist grooming leaders have a fourth-generation performance package. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, liquid formulations, and two free gifts. Spooky season is here and Manscaped is getting you set, starting with the Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Also included is their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer is here to whack your weeds and any goblins that come your way. Both the lawnmower and the weed whacker are waterproof. So in the comfort of your own home or in wild waters, these tools are your best friends. Speaking of your best friends, don't forget to give your testies besties the love they desire with Manscaped's liquid formulations. First is the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Hey, you put deodorant under your armpits, why not put deodorant on your balls? And can't forget about the Crop Reviver Ball Reviver to give your boys a boost. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Spend spooky season using the best tools for the job at Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FILMSCHOOL. Slay your worst pubes and keep your dagger clean during spooky season at Manscaped. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. No dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff, so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready, and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar Yukon mash and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. You want to get to our conversation about uh, how many how many games the Knicks are going to win this year? Yes, this is a Patreon tease. If you want to hear the full episode, the link is in the description of this episode, both on YouTube and on the podcast feed. Here it is. Who's the Knicks? La- who's the Knicks' last game against this year? The Knicks' last game this season is against Indiana. Oh, okay, so it won't matter. So the Knicks lose an unconscionable game, eighty-two. To the Pacers, like D squad. I'm telling you right now, it's not happening. Which takes them from the eight to the nine. And then that happens. That's how everybody gets fired. That well, yes, that, that that's very New York Mets of them. Um, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, Indiana will trot out a lineup of Cohen, you, me. Cohen Claudio, Percy Einan, uh Macri, and they'll make sure that they don't risk it with Benji. Here's they'll, the- like, they'll trot out, um, your your daughter. Here's why. Here's why the Knicks are gonna. I, I would be shocked if they're not in the plan. Their last, their last eight games. Here they are, at Orlando, mm-hmm. Houston at home, Miami at so home, Miami, yes. <laughs> Miami at home, at Cleveland. So that's not great. Although you never know where Cleveland's gonna be. Maybe they're like have something locked up. Washington at home. 
at Indiana at New Orleans, not terribly easy. Indiana at home. That's that, at least four and four. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say that to me, I think that's at least five and three. And maybe if they steal one, that's six and two. So if you're Where's Knicks, the, at least, oh, you watch. Okay. My bad. My bad. You're right. Yeah. I think Washington's at least four, at least five and three out of it. Um, that's five games. I think they'll be favored in. So I agree. So maybe they could steal one either at home against Miami or at Cleveland. Man. Or you'd like, shoot, go to New Orleans if they've got stuff locked I up. I cannot wait until the game against Memphis. I I know I said this last year and it turned out it actually turned out to be true. Because I was like before game one, I'm like, they need game one. Game one's important. And I think game one will tell us a lot. It did yeah. tell us a lot. Yeah. And those those last three minutes of the regulation in game one were uh, a preview of things to come. Boy, let me tell you. Um, Specifically with one Kemba Walker. Yeah. Unfortunately. I remember that was one of like the very early season disagreements we had. I was like, why isn't Derek Rose in the game? And it was like, because Kemba's a starting point guard. It's like, yeah, but when did they actually pull away and win? It was in the second over. So we, Derek Rose came in. So we should, um, we, we should, should recap was, this, by the way. But go ahead. What? We should. Yeah, we'll recap it. But speaking of Kemba, news that yes. apparently the Pistons are finally going to waive him. But the report had been that they were keeping him on the roster until someone showed interest in signing him as a buyout guy. And then I think they just got to the point where they just needed to cut down the roster, and they didn't want to. They didn't want to sacrifice a guy who actually is meaningful to them. So you know, it looks like they're going to wait until the last possible minute, though. Kemba Walker's not going to be on a basketball team this year. I don't think think so either. That's no, especially since Charlotte signed is about to sign uh, a backup point guard. I've um, I forget who I think Shams had it before. Well, maybe they'll go the the Knicks route and wait. They'll wait until um, they'll wait in like 27 days and then someone will sign Kemba for a week and then they'll release him and then another team will wait 27 days and then someone will sign Kemba for a week. You have no idea what bit I'm trying to do, are you? No. Okay. What are you reading? I'm looking for who the hell the opponents are going to sign. Okay. What I re- what I said was they'll wait 27 days. Yeah. And then they'll sign him for a week and then release him. And then another team will wait 27 days. Remember last year when the Knicks benched Kemba Walker for 27 uh, days? Yeah. And then he won player of the week. Yeah. And that was the only week he was effective. Yes. That's I forgot it was 27 days. Yeah. Uh, Theo, Mal- Theo Maladon is the player of the Hornets for signing, allegedly. By the way, we may have misspoke. What? Um, because what has happened while I was while we were recording? I don't because I'm looking at the division record for the Knicks last year and it shows they only played. Yeah, they only play their in division four games, not five. There's no team they play five times next year. In the, in the division, the NBA doesn't do five teams in the division. They used to. We got we ah, both we got okay. both got tripped up. We both so, got tripped up. All right, it's still sixteen games in the division. I will go. I think that they will go five and eleven in the division, which is exactly what they went in the division last season. I'll sign up right now for four and twelve. <laughs> I legit will sign up right now for four and twelve. That's the equivalent of signing up for five and fifteen. Yeah. Um, how many? Let's end on this. How many teams can win the title? Can win a title. Yep. All right, so I'm just going to count this out loud. Um, I'll say yes or no to each. Milwaukee, Philly, Boston. Yes, yes, yes. Denver, Golden State, the Clippers. You really don't think Denver could win it, huh? That, no. Okay. I absolutely think they could. But okay. I also 
respect that like they haven't even made the finals yet. So to say they could win it would sound ridiculous. I'm adding the Nets to that list. I am also adding the Nets to that list. And then given the... I cannot believe I'm saying this. Given the right trade, I can see the Lakers. I'm also adding the Lakers to that list. So that means I have seven teams on my list. You have eight. Yeah. And then Cleveland, no. Toronto, no. No other team in the East. Sorry, Knicks fans. Um, and then sorry to you. Um, I don't think Dallas could win it this year. I, they're my team on the border. I know. Um, they lost. And you know what? Like neither of us have Phoenix. I'm shook after the last, after last season. I also just, I kept like contradicting myself with Phoenix, how it was like, they're, they're on pace for 65 wins. And then I remember what I was saying during the playoffs that they went to the finals. It's like, well, AD went down. Well, Jamal Murray went down. Well, Kawhi went down and they got to the finals, a team that got Giannis back and they blew it to a lead. I'm just, I'm at this point, I'm just going to believe it when I see it, you know, I, the reason I'm thinking about Dallas is the, the, are they a trade away question? And what are the odds they make the trade? There's your Levine team. Oh man, that would be, let's talk about a team that would make a swing. They would make that swing. I think they would. And I'm, this is why I'm just, I'm very fascinated by Chicago and if they did want to go get two picks for Vooch and DeRozan, get something for Caruso, and then get all the picks for Levine from a team that's desperate to try and win this year. They, you could sell that to your ownership, plus you don't have control over your pick except top four. Like Their, their pick is top four protected this year. So if they're going to start losing, they better be the worst. Yeah. You know? That that's my thought on Chicago. Look, I could look really stupid and they get off to like a 16 and five start. It's like, oh, they were fine. I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. I see think the blow up or th- see the 16 and five start. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the 16 and five start. Yeah, I five. And, I, if you gave me a pick of five and 16 or 16 and five, I'd pick five and 16. Jeez. If oh, forced to pick go. between those two, I would pick like I don't think there's any world where this team gets off to a, that good of a start. Um. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, just one more um, money where my mouth is. Uh, Knicks to make the play in plus 125. I got it. Knicks to win 40 games plus 220. I got it. Shout out to my friends at FanDuel. Plus, how many plus 220? You getting two to one odds? Better than two to one odds. Let me double for check the this. Knicks to win 40 games. Uh, right now, that, that would be them hitting the over. So let me double check the odds I got. Um, 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 um. Ah, I also, sorry, Yankee fans. You'll, you'll probably know the result by the time you hear this. I bet the Cleveland Indians today. Excuse Is there me. A Yankee game going on the right Cle- now? Yeah, they're playing the one o'clock game. Oh, my bad. Not two to one. It's plus 115 for the next win 40 games and then plus 125 for them to make the play in. The problem, positive odds for both. I was like, oh, I think both of those will happen. The problem with the Knicks is even if you give them all eight games against the bottom eight, that neutralizes the, the, What's it called? Let's even make it a little bit more general. Let's even make it like, let's let's say they go one and nine against the bottom five. Nine and one. Nine and one against, what did I say? One and nine. That would be fire everybody. That would be be bad. Yeah, Um, fire everybody. Nine and one against the bottom five. Mm -hmm. That, if we go four and 12 against your division, that. Well, hold on. Let's go 500. The rest of the West, we keep talking about what a bloodbath the West is and how amazing the West is. Um, Are the Knicks winning? 
They, four more, four more games against Western Conference teams. Five more games against Western Conference teams. You're saying bottom five that the bottom five in the East or the bottom no, the five, bottom five in the West. The bottom okay. five in the West. I mm. let's let's give them one in nine, which I don't. Or sorry, nine and one against those bottom five, which I don't feel great about just handing them nine nine wins that they're supposed to get. But let's fine. Let's do that. Let's give them five more wins against the West, which I think is fair. Hell, let's give them six. So six and 14 against the top 10 in the West. I think that's fair. So now we're at 15 and 15 against the West. Okay. Let's do your other exercise. So they go four and 12 against the division. So that puts them at 19 and Jesus, 19 and 27. And we think in our scenario, the East is going to have six bad teams. um, None of which will be in the Knicks own division. Um, so I, I'm not going to look through the schedule and see how many like games. nine. And so if you say there's 15, cause I don't think there's a team they play four times. So let's just say there's 15. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's oh, no, there it has to be a team. They play four times because that, are that's how you get to 82. Yeah. So just the remaining games that I'm at 19 and 27 right now. What's that? You're at, you're at 19 and 27 right now. So how and many with four or five wins against their own division? Four. That's where four wins against their own division. Yes. And you're at 19 and 27. I hope people are finding this fascinating because I am. I'm trying to figure out what the Knicks have to go against the other 10 teams. In no, the I'm, lo- I'm looking at I'm looking at how many times they play certain teams. That's where and I'm. Hold on. I got it right here. OK, hold on. So I'm just we're going through the bottom teams. They play the Bulls three times. Let's give mm-hmm. them two and one against the Bulls. They play the Hornets three times. Let's give them two and one against the Hornets. OK, you're, you should be doing the math. I got it at 23 right now. They play the Pistons four times. I'm going to be ambitious. I'm going to give them three and one against the Pistons. Okay. Play the Pacers four times. Give me all four. <laughs> the Come confidence. On. Give me all the four. Confidence with which you said they that. They suck. Come hold on. on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Fine. They'll have a fuck up. They'll go three and one. Um, hold on. I want to see when they play Indy. The two of the last. Two of them are the last. To three of the two of the last the first time they play Indy is uh December 18th. They will have traded every and then they play Indy game player game 42, so January 11th. Give them three and one against three and one because we, we also gave them okay. This is a so fun you, exercise. I'm, I'm all on board, so we're at the 29 right now. Okay, Orlando, they played three times, two and one. Okay. Washington four times. That's good news. Give me three. Hopefully. I'll give you three there. Okay. okay. That seems fair. What are we up to? 34. 34 wins. So that means against the, here are the teams that are left. Ready? Cleveland, Milwaukee. Oh, wait, right. uh, okay. I'll let, I'll let you say it. I'll let you say it. I'll let you say it. Milwaukee. Yeah. Cleveland, Milwaukee, Miami, Atlanta. Cleveland, Milwaukee, Miami, Atlanta. Okay. How many, and they play all of them. How I'm going to tell you right now how oh, okay. many times Sorry. they play those Keep going. Sorry. Cleveland, Milwaukee, Miami, Atlanta. So we got three against the Bucs. Mm-hmm. We got four against the Heat. So that's seven. We got um, four against Cleveland. So that's 11. And then we got uh, four against Atlanta. So that's 15. How many wins are we up to? We're at 34. We're at 34 wins and we have 15 games against those teams. So pessimistically you go six and nine. So for 40, hold on. So six and nine against those, those four teams. 
They can go six and nine against those four. Yes, they can. They've lost once against the Hawks in the regular season in the last two seasons. I understand DeJounte Murray adds a thing to their to to that team, but I also like I'm, the other side of the floor is does exist. They played Miami four times. They've beaten the Heat. Did they beat the they beat the Heat last season, right? Yes, they, they finally did. beat the Heat. Yeah, they beat okay. the Heat in Miami while they were trying to a wild game. Yeah, while um, they were trying to win the one seed. Emmanuel quickly. Shout out to you. Of, of course, the one game, the probably the best game. No, of Julius Randle too, which is yeah, the better I know. part. Yeah, the one game I missed. Uh, I missed live. Um, you didn't miss live tweeting it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, that's your birthday dinner, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Because it was April. It was April. Never oh mind. no, it was just it was a it, it was, was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing that I had. Wait, so Cleveland, Atlanta, Miami. Who's the other team? Milwaukee. They've beaten Milwaukee at least once the last two seasons. Like I actually give them one. Like oh wow, Giannis is taking tonight off. Oh wow, Derek Rose showed up. You know, I think I put forty three and thirty nine out there a few times. I'm taking it back. I'm going. Um, I think I got to flip it. I think I got to flip it to 39 and 43. Jeez, John. Oh, okay. I'm sticking with 45. Oh, my God. Yes. After that exercise that we just did? Yes, I did. Because we're doing the safe bet. They're going to be better than people realize. They're going to be the one team that doesn't care if they're not winning 60 or not losing 60. I'll go 40. They're aiming for 45. All right. I got to I got to say you. What putting the math in front of me, be like, huh? So that's how they only win 40 games this year. Got I'll it. go, I'll go 40. You could go 45, I'll go 40. Deal. Um, all right. Um, this has been fun, did especially just, that last little part. Did I just light money on fire? Jesus. I think you did. Good job by you. No, they're you know what? It's all going to the wedding fund. Take that, Macri. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for checking out another bonus episode of the next film school podcast. We'll be back with you with another, uh, Another episode next week after we get and we get to talk about some NBA games. I can't wait for that. Uh, stay tuned. Talk to you soon. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.